We're going to be doing now the Siyata Dishmaya, Rosh Hashanah, Daf Chavav, Amid Beis. We're starting Daf Chavav, Amid Aleph, the last line on the Amid. Zot the Gemara, Levi, the Amara called Levi, Ikla Lahu Asra, he came to a certain place. Also Gabriel Kameh, somebody came in front of Levi. Amalei, he said to him, he said to Levi, Amid Beis, Kovon Planya, so-and-so did to me what's called Kovon. Somebody did Kovon to me. Levi did not understand the language. What is this Kovon? The person said, somebody did Kovon to me. What's Kovon? Also, Shol Rosha. He came and he asked in the Beis HaMedrash the translation to the word Kovon. He didn't understand what Kovon meant. The Gersir, Amrulei, they said to him, Gazlan, Amaloch. What he meant to say to you was that somebody stole from him. That's what the person came and said to Levi. The Tzir, where's the Possum for it? The Possum says, Hayikva Odom Elikim. Can a person steal from a Kaddish Baruch Hu? The Possum carries on and said, and says, Ki Atem because you, Klai Yisrael, are actually stealing from Hashem. Ba'martem, the Apostle says, and you say, Ba'meh, you are saying, how did I steal from Hashem? The answer is, Ha'maseh by keeping the Maser and keeping the Truma, which is meant to be given to the Levi, the Oni, and the Kayin, you keep it, it's like you're stealing from Hashem. At Al-Kapana, what we see from this Apostle is that the Loshan Kavon is the Loshan of stealing. Amalei Rabami Barnish Ravashi. Rabami Barnish said to Ravashi, If I would have been there, I would have said to him the following thing. I would ask him a few questions on his statement that he said, and from the questions would come out what the word Kavan means. I would say to him, How did he do it? With what did he do it? The Amai Kavok. And why did he do it? This Kavok. So without knowing what the word Kavok means, but by asking all those questions, the person will start talking about how, with what, and why, and obviously he's going to say what happened. And the Mela would come out what the word Kavok means, so I wouldn't have to go and ask in the Besamej. So the question is, what about Lady himself? Did he not think of that? And Levi thought, perhaps, Milsa de Isura Kamale, perhaps it's a Milsa de Isura. Milsa de Isura means to do with Arroyos, and it's a Gnai to start asking in detail all these questions. But maybe he did not want to ask these questions. That's why he preferred to go to, go to the Beis Medrash to ask what Kabach means. Come on. So, on top of the Yomit, Kabach Planya. Gozlani Pliny, so-and-so stole from me. The answer is, By keeping the Masa and Truma, it's like you're stealing from HaKadosh Baruch. So, after Moravite, Loihavi Yadi Rabbono, the Rabbono did not know, my Seirugin. What does the word Seirugin mean? Where is it written, the word Seirugin? It's in Megillah, the Mishnah says, Koros Seirugin Yotza. If you lay in the Megillah in the form of Seirugin, you are Yotzer. Chazal did not know what does it mean the word Seirugin until the Gerasi Yemachad, Shamua, one day, Shamua la Amsa de Rebbe. They heard the maidservant of the household of Rebbe, the Chazasinu Rabbono. She saw the Rabbono, Talmidim of Rebbe, Dava Aili Piski Piski. They were coming in in groups, group one, group two, group three. They didn't come in in one go. Amrulahu, she said to them, she told them off, Admosai atem nichnosin seirugin seirugin. To when are you going in in this form of seirugin seirugin? And they chapped, right. Seirugin means in different groups, different parts. And that's what the Mishnah means. Kara seirugin yotza. If you read it in groups and parts, you read one part, you make a break, 
and then you read the second part and the third part, you yoyz. Why was she telling them off? We're coming in, serugin, serugin, so the Mephoshim explained, because if you're coming in groups, then you are delaying the share. What she meant to say was, why doesn't everyone come in together with the first group in one go, so Rebbe can get started? Zograshi, my serugin, shashanina the Megillah, kora serugin, and the Mishnah says over there, Yotzpah. Piski, leprokin, in parts and groups, she'enen echnosin yacha, they're not going in in one go. The Gemara, the Rabbana did not know my chaloi gloigos. What is this chaloi gloigos? Where does it say chaloi gloigos? So Rashi brings Gemara Numa. Kol shiva sayomim. So Rashi my chaloi gloigos. Sheshaninu meper kamad Numa. Kol shiva sayomim. Loihoya oichel hashum vachaloi gloigos. All seven days he would not eat. Shum, that's garlic, and So who are we talking about? So this is referring to a Zob, Baal Shterios, or Baal Sholishrios. A Zob. So if he has one Re'ir of Zoiv, this charge called Zoiv, then the Halachi is, he goes to the Mikvah, and he's Tohar Ba'erev, like a Baal Keri goes to the Mikvah and Tohar Ba'erev, so to Azov Baal Ria Achas is Toivel and Ba'erev he's Tohar, by night he's Tohar. Baal Shterios, if he saw two Re'iyos of Zoiv, then he needs what's called Zayin Nikim. He needs to have seven days clean, no Zoiv at all. And at the end, he goes to the Mikvah, Mayim Chaim, and he's Tohar Ba'erev. If he's Baal Sholish Re'iyos, then he needs Zayin Nikim, also Mikvah Mayim Chaim, but he also needs carbonos at the end of it as well. So this is referring to Balsterios or Balsholishrios, Azov, which need Zayinakim. And the halacha is, if in the middle of the Zayinakim he sees a Re'iyah Zoiv, then it's not called Nakim, and he's got to start again. So these things, Shum and Chalagloigos, can bring about Ziva, so he should keep off it, he shouldn't eat it. The halacha is, if somebody eats these things that can bring about ziva, and because of that he became a zov in the first place, then it's not matama, because ria ba'oynes is not matama. However, if somebody saw a ria of ziva, shaloi ba'oynes, not because of anything he ate, and now he needs zayin akim, the halacha is, even a ria ba'oynes will stop and interfere with the zayin akim. It won't be called akim. That's why it's important that he keeps off these ma'acholim that cause ziva. So the Gemara, the Rabbanon, did not know what Chalagloigus was. Yoimachad one day, Shavua la'amsa devei Rebbe, they heard the maidservant of Rebbe, the Chazis la'hu gara. She saw this man, the Kamevader, who was scattering par pechine, his purslane. And uh, that's what he was doing, he was scattering it. Amr she said to him, until when you, will you scatter your personally in the type of her? So from there, they learned out what means because they saw what the fellow was scattering and she called it So now they knew what means. So Rashi, Parpachini, Yerek Shakurin, Burukakti. The Rabbana did not know. My, what does it mean? Salsala Mecca. You should be misalsail the Torah, and the Torah will uplift you. What does it mean? Be misalsail the Torah. one day, Shamuala answered the Bay Rebbe. They heard the maidservant of Rebbe, the household of Rebbe, the Havas Omrash, she said, or the Chazise, she saw Lahu Gabra. This man, he was busy curling his hair. Man, Amr Leishi said to him, How long will you be busy curling your hair? So from there they saw what the word misalsal means. Misalsal means to curl and to be mahapech, to turn over. To be busy and turn over means if you're mahapech in the very Torah. Rashi says, let's see Rashi. Salsala, 
Chafois, you should search. And turn over. In the secrets of Torah, when you turn it over, it means you don't just take the Torah on the surface. You look deeper. You go here and you go there. You deep and dig into Torah. And that's called looking for the matmoinim in Torah. You're turning over and looking, looking for deeper. That's called looking for the matmoinim in Torah. Then, then the Torah will uplift you. Vaitin the Gemara, lehavi yadi rabbonam. The Rabbanon did not know shot in these words. My, what is it that's written in the pasuk? Vitete siha bimatate hashmei. This is a pasuk referring to the destruction of Babel. Babel will be destroyed. They were the ones that destroyed the base of Mikdash, and eventually they will be destroyed. So, what is it? Vitete siha bimatate bimatate hashmei. Yomachad, one day, Shamua, they heard, the servant of the household of Rebbe, she said to her friend, take a broom, and sweep the house. So she used the words of the Apostle, same words, and uh, now they learned that Tatiso means a broom, and Tati Besa means to sweep the house. So Vitetesio, Bimatate Hashmei means that Kaddish Baruch Hu will utterly destroy them and kind of sweep them out with a broom up to the point of destruction. Good. Zog the Gemara Vaita. Loihavi Yadi Rabbonon. The Rabbonon did not know. My, what is it that's written in the Apostle? The Apostle to him. Hashleich al Hashem Yehovah. Throw, cast upon Hashem. Your means baggage. And he will sustain you. But they did not know what the word Yehovah means. said, one day, I was going next to together with this Arab. I was carrying a load, I was lifting a load. And he said to me, take your load. Bishadi and throw it Adamloi on my camel. So from there I learned what Yehovah means. That Yehovah means a load. So Krashi, Babadurina, Tuna, Noise, Masui, I was carrying a load. Zok, the Hilagim Mishnah. Shoifer Shel Rosh Hashanah. The Shoifer of Rosh Hashanah. Just before we carry on, I'd like to make a little introduction. The Mishnah before already. Spoke about Shoifer Shel Rosh Hashanah, Tachavav Amadalaf. The Mishnah said, Kol Hashefores Kshirin, Chutz Mishal Pora. All Shefores are kosher besides Pora. Rabbi Yisi says Pora is kosher as well. Now the Mishnah comes and says, Shoifer Shel Rosh Hashanah, Shel Yoel. It's got to be from a Yoel type of goat, according to Rashi, wild goat. Poshut, kind of straight, kind of straight. So how does that go along with the Mishnah before? The Mishnah says, Kolashe Boris, Shreden. And if you look at Rashi, the Mishnah, the Rashi says clearly, Kolashe Boris, Bein Shel Ayel, Bein Shel Yo'el. Whether it's an Ayel or a Yo'el. So most, most Rishonim, Ritva, says it clearly, a lot of Rishonim go like that, that it's no contradiction. The Ritva says, Obereisha Katani Din Torah. First mission is Din Torah. Bahak Sefer. Now the mission is coming to say at the end, the Mitzvah and Amuvchor, Mitzvah and Amuvchor, Midrabonon. What's better, Midrabonon, Mitzvah and Amuvchor? Most Rishonim are of this opinion. However, Tosis in the beginning also learns like that, but then Tosis at the end says, "Lokachayderoli." This long Tosis on the side here, Shliyal Poshut. Tosis says that it's Ma'akiv. What says here in the mission is Ma'akiv. That the shine of Kaf and Pashut is all the Ikuma. Most Rishonim do learn that this is Midrabana. Yeah. So let's see what the Mishnah says. Shaykh Shurash Shana. Shaykh Shurash Shana. So let's go with the Shit of the Rishonim. Let's say that it's Midrabana. This is Midrabana. This is Midrabana. So what are you meant to use? Shalyal of a Yaal. Yaal. Rashi says is a, what's called Steinbuch, kind of a goat, a wild goat. Shayal Poshut. 
straight. So why Ya'al and why Poshut? And don't we know that the Minakali Yisrael is to use a ram's horn, as we know? Okay, so the Minakali Yisrael to use a Shev Shal'ayl comes from the Gemara later, and it's not like the Tanakhama, this Mishnah. We don't pass them like this part of the Mishnah. It's the Gemara before, Lama Tekim Mishal Ayl. And we're going to see in the Gemara later, Amr Ablevi, we don't pass them like this part of the Mishnah. But the Tanakam, this Mishnah holds that Mitzvah with Rabbanon is not to use Shal Ayl, but Shalyal Poshut, a straight horn of a Yal wild goat. So why Yal? Bishle Mishal Ayl, we know, is Lahaskar Akeda. But what's the point of using a Yal? The answer is, there is no point in using Yal. The point is Poshut, straight. A aisle, a shape of a ram, is usually curved, bent, quite a big bend. A yal is a kind of a goat, wild goat. Over there, over there you're going to get a straight shape. So, what the Mishnah is looking for is the poshut, not the yal. Who has a poshut? A yal has a poshut. But the point is the poshut. We want a straight shape. The Me'iri speaks out that when it says poshut, it doesn't mean mamish straight like a line. It's, there's a slight curve to it, but compared to the Shoifashel Isle, it's called Poshet. So I got a hold of a goat's horn. I'm assuming that this is similar to what the Mishnah says, Yal. So that's the, this is a regular horn of a goat. It's not Mama straight, but let's compare it to a Shoifashel Isle. Well, that's a ram's horn. And that's a goat's horn. Okay, this is not the regular shape of the lion either. Well, this is the standard shape over here. So this is what we used to, right? Um, so even this and this, or you see clearly the difference. This is called kafof, bent, and that's poshut. The way I understand the theory is this is the poshut of the Mishnah. This is a goat. The Mishnah says yal. Wild goat, but this is the kind of the poshut. The point that we want over here is the poshut, not the kofov. Oh, so this is the Tanakam. Shefer Shurash Shonah Shalyal Poshut. You want the poshut, which comes from a yal, wild goat. Next halach about the shefer, upiv and its mouth, the mokam halachas peh, mitsupazov is covered with gold. Rashi says that was only in the base of Mikdosh. They used to cover it with gold. It wasn't actually the place where you put, where it contacted your mouth. That wasn't covered with gold. It was close to the Mokim Hanafah's tail was covered with gold. It would be mamish on the mouth. There could be a problem of, like it says before, Enka Tegar Nasa Sanega. You don't want to blow from gold. The Yantrua says that it wasn't mamish from Mokim Hanafah's tail. It was on the Shaper. The Gemara says it's, uh, it's covered, covered Yantiv. Covered Yantiv, that's why they put gold. Um, but in any case, it wasn't Mamish where you put it on your mouth. It was covered Yantiv. And Rashi says this only took place in the Beis HaMikdosh. The area by the mouth was covered with gold. And the next part of the Mishnah was also only in the Beis HaMikdosh. There were two trumpets that they used to blow together with the Shaifer. Minat Stodim on the side. Trumpet here, trumpet here. And in the middle was a Shaifer. Why trumpets? Why trumpets? So let's not get confused. Let's, let's just make this clear. The Mishnah makes it clear. The word trumpets that were blown in the Beis HaMikdash together with the Karbonis, and that's a Pasuk, and that's not the Chatzotras that we're talking about in this mission. That's Menachar. This mission is talking about the Chatzotras that accompany that you blew together with the Shaykh. And that was with Rabbonon, it's actually in the Kabbalah, it's learned out of the Apostle in Tehillim, Bachat Soitzris, Mikhail Shoifer. In the Beis HaMikdosh, the Gemara says later, Hashem. In the Beis HaMikdosh, there was a mitzvah with Rabbonon to bring Chatzotzris together with the Shoifer. But Abada, the Iker mitzvah Menachar was to blow Shoifer. The mitzvah Menachar is to blow Shoifer, Hashem. But in the Beis HaMikdosh, they took Chatzotzris and blew it together with the Shoifer. The Mishnah carries on and says, in the base of Mikdash, Shaifa Marif, the Shaifa would 
go make a long blow, and the is blow short, because the mitzvah of the day, the Iker mitzvah, is b'shoifer. So the Chetzirah would stop short and the Chetzirah would carry on. That's how they did it in the Vesa Mekosh. Now the Mishnah goes on to another Tkiyos that they used to blow, Ubatanius. What did they used to blow on the Tainus? This is referring to what it says in the Mishnah in Tainus, that they used to be Gezer Tainus, al cold Sorosh, Loi Tovei, Al Tzibur Kasasholim. If there's certain Soros that came, they would be Gezer Tainus, and they used to blow with a Shoifer. So what type of Shoifer did they use on a Tainus? Bishel Zechorim. Zechorim in this Mishnah means rams. They would use a Shoifer of a ram. Kafufin bent. Again, the main point of a Shoifer of a ram is the bent aspect of it. It was bent. Good. The Gemara is going to explain why, according to the Tanakama, on Rosh Hashanah, it's important to use a straight Shoifer and which came from a Yal, and on a Tainus, it's important to use a bench shape. The Gemara is going to explain this clearly. On a Tainus, Upien its mouth was covered in silver. The Gemara later is going to talk about why silver, why not gold, and why silver in the first place. Gemara da Chosain. On a Tainus, they would have two trumpets in the middle, and obviously, if you're saying in the middle, the middle of what? The middle of Shafer here, Shafer here, Shafer on both sides, Chatzaytris in the middle. That means you had two Shafers. Why do you need two Shafers? So the Rishonim explained, Taisi says, the only reason why you had two Shafers on the Tainus was in order to make the Chatzaytris in the middle. If you have one Shafer and Chatzaytris, then you can't have the Chatzaytris in the middle. So you had a Shafer on this side, Shafer on this side, and the Chatzaytris within the middle. The main thing on that day would always be in the middle. Like the Ran explains this, the Dovra Iker, which is Choshev, goes in the middle. So on the Tainus, the Chatzotzros were in the middle. Shoifer Mekatzer, the Shoifer, which is both Shoifers, were Mekatzer, they blew short. But Chatzotzros and the trumpets, Marichos, they blew, they blew it long. Shemitzvahs, Hayoyim. The Iker Mitzvah on the Tainus was Bachatzotzros. The main Mitzvah on the Tainus Bachatzotzros. The Shofar was there just to join the Chatzotzros. Again, the Shofar that joined the Chatzotzros on the Tainus was again only in the Beis Mikdash. The Gemara says this later. Outside the Beis Mikdash, the Gemara says later, there were never Shofar and Chatzotzros together. Outside the Beis Mikdash, on Rosh Hashanah was Shofar, on Tainus was Chatzotzros. In the base of Mikdash, they joined on both times. But Rosh Hashanah in the base of Mikdash, the Shoifer was the Iker. And on the Tainus in the base of Mikdash, the Chatzotzris were the Iker and the Shoifer was on the side. Shemitzvah Sayyay Bachatzotzris. The Mitzvah, the Iker Mitzvah on the Tainus is Bachatzotzris. According to the Rambam, this is a Mitzvah in Atoyra and he learns it out of a Pasuk. Papash of Chatzotzris includes, according to the Rambam, Al kol tzoro shloitavei al tzibur is a mitzvah in atayra. The chas v'shalom is a tzoro to blow with atzayitzrois according to the Rambam. That's mamish mitzvah. So means a mitzvah in atayra. Other rishonim argue and say it's only a mitzvah in the rabbanon. So it's mashma from Rashi as well. Over here, Rashi the Mishnah says that the atzayitzrois on the tanis was to gather the people with tefillah. He makes no mention of the pasuk that the Rambam brings. Also, mashma Rashi with the rabbanon. Al-Kapanam, the Ikim Mitzvah on the Tainus was B'chatzotros, that's why the B'chatzotros were in the middle, and that's why they were Marech, and the Shoifah was Mekatzah. Now the Mishnah goes on to a third kind of Tkirs. Shoba HaYoyvel, Rosh Hashanah. The Yoyvel means the Yom Kippur on Yoyvel, they used to blow Shoifah. And um, yes, they used to blow Shoifah, and that was Peshilu HaVodim, any Eved would go free, any Ebed Ibri would go free on the Yom Kippur of Yovel, whether it was Nerzah, not Nerzah, Ebed Ibri goes free on Yovel, and also all fields that were sold go back to their owners on Yovel, and used to blow Shoifer on the Yom Kippur of Yovel. So, what Shoifer did they use? The same Shoifer as Rosh Hashanah, Shelyal Poshut, Litkia, 
Yalpashit, just like Rosh Hashanah, they use the Yalpashit. Yom Kippur, Yom they also use the Yalpashit. We'll see in Rashi, this is to learn out one from another. Well, the Brachis, Brachis means, a very interesting thing, that on Rosh Hashanah, on Yom Kippur, of Yevel, they would daven in Musaf, Malchis, Zuchreinus, and Shafers. Very interesting. Yom Kippur, of Yevel, they would daven Malchis, Zuchreinus, and Shafers, although the Teuchen of these Brachis are really to do with Rosh Hashanah, Malchis, Zuchreinus, and Shafers, but nevertheless, they daven that on Yom Kippur, of Yevel. Okay. So that's the shit of the Tanakam. Review the Buddha says, he argues with the Tanakama on both Dinim. He doesn't talk about Taniyas, he leaves out Taniyas, but he does address Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur of Rosh Hashanah toikim Mishal Sechorim. On Rosh Hashanah they would blow with Sechorim, that is, Ram's horn. Be'yayvalois and Anyayvul, B'shel Ye'elin, they would blow with this wild goat's horn. So he argues on Rosh Hashanah, and he argues on Yoyim. Good. We'll see in the Gemara Pshat in the Machlekes between the Tanakama and Rabbi Huda about the Shreifah Shabbat Shoshana, which one he meant to use, and also about Yoyim. Good. Zot Rashi. Shreifah Shabbat Shoshana Shilyao Poshit. Mefarish Taina the Gemara. The Midi de Tfila Boib Shitas. The Gemara is going to explain that immediate tefillah needs pshitas, needs straight. We'll see more in detail what that means in the Gemara. Yal Steinbuch, who pipped with Mishnah says that the shreif of Rosh Hashanah had its mouth covered with gold, Mishal Mikdosh Kama. That only took place in the Mikdosh. Shreif the Marach, la'achash ha'chatzaytres poiskin, after the chatzaytres, the trumpets would stop, t'kiyasan nishma, poiskin t'kiyasan, they would stop blowing, Nishma Kola Shafer, after that you would hear the Kola Shafer, because the main mitzvah, Rosh Hashanah, the base of Mikdash, everywhere is the Shafer. Ubataniyas, the Rhythm of Tanis, Tokwa Kainim Toku, Kainim is the Blonde Tanis, Shazakorim, Elim, Rams, Shestomon Kufu. Rashi says, on Tanis that you had Mishal Zakorim with Rams. The reason why you had Rams was the main part was the Kufufin, the bent. Aspect of it. Kufin, it's also bent. Bent. You want the kofu. A ram has a bent horn. There were two shafers, one on each side, and the were in the middle. The mitzvah on the tainis is with trumpets. So for Ashley, It's just to gather the people to Dhamma. Every gathering is with trumpets, the chsev, because it's written, the chatzaytzer should be to call the people. Rashi brings a pasuk that was known in the Midbar. I'm not sure if Rashi means that's an Torah or it's a smachta. I'm not sure. It would be a chiddush to say that that pasuk applies to the Doris. Rashi brings this pasuk that when they gather people, it's bacha tzaytzer. So the Mishnah carries on and says that Yovel had the same Tkiyah Rosh Hashanah, Bib Shutin, with straight. You see, Rashi doesn't even bring um, Yoel, because the point is not the Yoel. The point is the, the straight, straight horn. Unique Pshutin on Yoel, on the, Rosh, on the Kippur of Yoel, like Rosh Hashanah. But Afal Gavs, the Rashi, even though, did Kiyosi be Yoel, Loilet Philop, Loilet it's not like Rosh Hashanah. A Rosh Hashanah, the Tkiyah, the Tfilah, the Zikorin, to remember that Kedah, Tfilah, Tkiyah Rosh Hashanah is a form of Tfilah. It wasn't for that, nothing to do with that, on Yom Kippur of Yom. Ela Lusimin Shluach Avadim, Mashmaltas Mechir HaSodis. Yom Kippur of Yom, the blowing was for a sign of sending away Avadim of Ibrahim, free your Avadim, Mashmaltas Mechir HaSodis, and all the fields should go back to their original owners, on Yom, everything went back, to the cellar, all the fields. I feel the nevertheless, to the Rosh Hashanah, boy, the Mabdino, we need to make Yom Kippur of Yehovah like Rosh Hashanah. Why? The Gamrina law of Xerah Shava, Shri Shri, repaired Basra. The Gemara learns out Shri Shri, there's Xerah Shava between Yom Kippur of Yehovah and Rosh Hashanah. So even though the reasons are different completely, but nevertheless, the Yom Kippur of Yehovah is got to have the same shoifer as. The shape of Rosh Hashanah. So Rosh Hashanah is Shalyal Poshit. And even though 
the reason why we need a portion of Rosh Hashanah, Rashi says, it's got to do with tefillah. And that reason does not apply to the Yom Kippur of Yehovah. Nothing, Yom Kippur of Yehovah, the blowing, has nothing to do with tefillah. doesn't matter. Leave God a reason. On Rosh Hashanah you need Pashut, so Yom Kippur of Yehovah also needs Pashut Zereshon. Bullet Brachis, the boy the Mema Tesha Brachis, the Yom Kippurim, Shal Yehovah. You need to say the nine brachos, that's the three in the beginning, three in the end, and the middle is Malthus, so Christ and Shreifer, he's got to say that on Yom Kippur of Yehovah, like Rosh Hashanah, Gida Oima, the Farish, time of the Farish to Gemara. Gemara is going to explain the Machlekes between Rabbi Yehuda and the Tanakhama, what they argue about the Shreifer shell Rosh Hashanah. One thing is for sure, even before we explain, Rabbi Yehuda, one thing is clear in the Mishnah, that Rabbi Yehuda does not learn the Gzir Shavah that the Tanakhama does not. Tanakhama says Rosh Hashanah has Shaliyah Poshut, and to be straight, and who under the Yom Kippur of Yoibel, although the reason doesn't apply, it's got to be straight, Gzir Shavah. You learn that one for another. Rabbi Yehuda doesn't have that Gzir Shavah. He didn't learn it from his Rebbe. But mainly he says Rosh Hashanah was one thing, and Yom Kippur of Yoibel was another one. Rosh Hashanah was Kfufim, Rosh Hashanah was a bent ram's horn, and Yom Kippur was straight. But Yom Kippur he doesn't argue with Tanakama. They're not the same. Doesn't matter. He doesn't have the Zera Shava of the Tanakama. So I'm thinking tomorrow. I'm going to blame said, Mitzvah Shal Rosh Hashanah B'Shel Yom Kippurim, the Mitzvah of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur of Yehovah, Bikfufin with bent ram's horn. Bent Ram's horn. Okay, so when he talks about Rosh Hashanah, he's obviously paskening in Rosh Hashanah like Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda said that for Rosh Hashanah you need a bent horn from a ram, Bishal Zacharim. Rosh Hashanah, Taikin Shal that's a shit to Rabbi Yehuda. You need a bent Ram's horn. Kfufa means a bent Ram's horn. So Rosh Hashanah is clearly the shit of Rabbi Yehuda. But nevertheless, when it comes to Yom, Yom Kippur, he doesn't go with the shit of Rabbi Yehuda. He says, Bikfufen, also a bent ram's horn. So, okay, basically, we can speak that out now. What he's doing is, in Rosh Hashanah, he's passing in like Rabbi Yehuda. Bent horn, bent ram's horn, not like the Tanakam. But then, he passes halfway like Rabbi Yehuda, Rosh Hashanah, he holds like Rabbi Huda, but the other half of Rabbi Huda, which Rabbi Huda said that Rabbi Huda doesn't hold it with Zereshava, and that he argues with Rabbi Huda, and that part he takes from the Tanakhama that he does hold of the Zereshava. So, if you're going to hold of the Zereshava, then what's going to come out, and you're going to hold that Rosh Hashanah is a bent ransom, so what's going to come out is he takes the shit of Rabbi Huda, Benegay Rosh Hashanah, Bent Ram's horn, and then he adapts the shit of the Tanakama, yes, Zereshavah. So that would mean Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur of Yehovah are both bent Ram's horn. So that's where Levi got his shit from. Mitzvah Rosh Hashanah, Shleim Kippurim, Big Fufin. Both have a bent Ram's horn. Clear, important to point out that Levi, this shit of Levi, is Be'etzim, not the Tanakama, and not Rabbi Huda. So he takes like half of each. He takes the Zereshal of the Tanakama, and then he takes the type of Shoifer on Rosh Hashanah from Rabbi Huda. He puts that together, and Amela, Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur Shaliyahu, both have Shalkufin, a bent ransom. That's the Nikkei Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur Shaliyahu. Now he talks about Tanius. Shall Kalashana and the Shoifer of Kalashana, which means if he goes to Tanis the rest of the year, that's Tanius, Bipshutin. That is the straight Shoifer of a Yaam. Okay, this is, there is a question on this. Where does Rebbe get this from? That Tanis has a straight form? Tanakama said the Tanius is Zacharim Kufim, was a ram. Tanakhama said clearly Tanis had a bent ram's horn. Rabbi Huda doesn't talk about Tanis. Roshanim say Pashtus, he doesn't argue with Tanis. So Tanakhama says 
Tanis had a Ben Rem song. Rabbi doesn't mention Tanis. So where did the lady get this from, that a Tanis was straight? At the end of the sugya, according to Rashi, I think there's a clear shot where a lady got this from. But in the meantime, let's leave that of, of Tanis. Lady says, Tanis, Kolashon, Bebshudim was a straight home. Frank the Gemara. The Gemara is not dealing with Tanis. The Gemara is going to deal with Rosh Hashanah. But now, what we learned in the Mishnah, Tanakama, Shaykhul Shir Rosh Hashanah, Shalyal Poshet. Who? Shalyal Poshet. A Shaykhul of Rosh Hashanah is a straight horn of a wild goat. So Levi is clearly not like a Tanakama. Levi is clearly not like the Tanakama. Levi said, the Shaykhul of Rosh Hashanah is a bent ram's horn. Tanakama says, Shaykhul of Rosh Hashanah is Shalyal Poshet. A straight horn of a wild goat. The Gemara answers, who the Omar, he says, now that Gairis here, come out all the Rishonim and Gairis, and they say on the side, is the Bet Gersa, Kihai, not Kihai Tana, not like this Tana, the Tanya, because no one in no. It's the Rabbi Huda Nao Mishnah. The Gemara's Mamash bringing the words of Rabbi Huda Nao Mishnah. So, who the Omar, Rabbi Huda? He's saying like the Rabbi Huda Nao Mishnah, the Tana, because we learned Nao Mishnah, that's the Gersa they bring here. Rabbi Huda, I mean, Rabbi Huda says, Rosh Hashanah, you take him, Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, they would, bend, they would blow with a male's, uh, male's horn, which means a ram's, bent ram's horn. And on Yehudah, you blew with a straight horn of a wild goat. Good. So again, so clear. Levi is passing on Rosh Hashanah like Rabbi Yehuda. Then you need a coffin, you need a bent ram's horn. But when it comes to Yehudah, oh, when it comes to Yehudah, uh, the, the Yom Kippur of Yehudah, over there he drops Rabbi Yehudah's Shrita. Rabbi Yehudah does not have the Zeher Shavah, and he adapts the Tanakhama's Zeher Shavah. Tanakhama does hold of Zeher Shavah, so does Levi hold of it. And he says, once we've established that Rosh Hashanah has an island top, a Ben Ramson, now let's bring it over to the Yom Kippur of Yehudah. Yes, Zeher Shavah, and that will make them both a Ben Ramson. So after Gemara, Belayim and Hilfus of Rabbi Yehudah, why did he not say that Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda and Rosh Hashanah that use a bent ram's horn? The Gemara answers, If he would have said Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda, Havamina would have said, I would say, I would say, he adapts completely, he passes completely like the shit of Rabbi Yehuda, with the gate of Rosh Hashanah and Yehuda. And that would mean that on Rosh Hashanah it's Mishal Ayal Kafuv, and on Yehuda it's Mishal Yahu Poshut. That's the shit of Rabbi Yehuda. Kamash Malam, no. That he only takes the shit of Rabbi Yehuda halfway. When it comes to Rosh Hashanah, he passes with Rabbi Yehuda, Ayel Kofa. When it comes to Yom Kippur of Yehuda, there he argues with Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, Zer Shavah. And over there, it's Yael Poshet. No. He says, yes, Zer Shavah. And he takes the shreif of Rosh Hashanah, which according to Rabbi Yehuda is Ayel Kofa. And he brings it to the Yom Kippur of Yehuda. And they're both Ayel Kofa because of Zer Shavah. We learn that one. From another. Kamash Malam. Zot Rashi. Bishal Kolashana means Shaltanias. Kamash Malam. But Rosh Hashanah is like Rabbi Yehuda. On Rosh Hashanah he passes like Rabbi Yehuda, Ayel Kofov. This is the shit of Levi. Ayel Kofov, Rosh Hashanah. Ayel Kofov, but on Yehuda, Leslie, Mishum Zereshova. He doesn't have Rabbi Yehuda's shit on Yehuda because he does have Zereshova. And we talk to the Roshanim speak out, we pass them like Levi. And that's what we have on Mitzvah Rosh Hashanah is Bishel Ayel Kofa. So that's the Shitta of Levi. Both Rosh Hashanah is Ayel Kofa and Yom Kippur Yehuda is Oyala, also Ayel Kofa. The Shaykh of Rosh Hashanah he gets from Rabbi Huda, Ayel Kofa, and then he brings it over to Yom Kippur Yehuda because of Zera Shah. Now that I was going to explain the machloikis between the Tanakhama and Rabbi Yehuda B'nekea Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur of Yehuda and Tanis. Important to speak out right now that there's the Gersa, the next few lines, there's the Gersa in Al Gemara, which a lot of Rishonim have. The way it says in Al Gemara, Rashi clearly had a different girsa, completely different girsa in some, some of the words, and different pshat. So we'll first explain the Gemara, like it says it in Al Gemara, the words, 
the words have not been changed in the Gemara. And then we'll, when we learn Rashi, we'll explain how Rashi understood the Gemara. But my Kamehudi, what is the Machlaikis between Rabbi Huda and the Tanakhama? Ma'asabar, this Ma'ar is Rabbi Huda. Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, Kama the Kaif in Shedate, the more a person bends his mind. Bends his mind means a person, it's an expression, a person is Ba'achno, and the person is a Baal Gaiva, it says in the Pasuk, a Baal Gaiva comes out, Nitzavim, like Dosan Aviram, that's the, the form of Baal Gaiva, is like that. Bent over is the simon of Achno, simon of Anovo, reflects on the, on the feeling of a person. The more a person is bent over, is Bahachno, Mali, is better. So, Rabbi says, Kafuf, bend. A person should bend himself over Rosh Hashanah, Bahachno, Bahachno, Kafuf. That's why Rosh Hashanah is Kafuf. Now, we're going to Rabbi Huda's shit about Yom Kippur of Yevil. We'll be Yom Kippur, and on Yom Kippur of Yevil, over there, no need for Kafuf, no bending, just the opposite. It's a different feeling. Kama the poshit in his dantate feimali. The feeling that Yom Kippur of Yevil is cheros, freedom. Can you imagine? An Evid's been an Evid for who knows how many years, 40 years, 45 years, who knows. Comes to Yevil, he's a free man. Even an Evid for one day, two days, whatever. Yevil is a free man. So, Harchava Sadas. Harchava Sadas, pshitus, straight. Harchava means to straighten out. Why straighten out? You can stand up. Abdus is like that, bent over. Harchava is standing up straight. So that's all a simon of freedom and simcha. So over there, Kama the Poshidinajdati Femali, it's an indication of freedom and simcha. And simcha, Memela over there, uses straight. So this is to explain the shit of Rabbi Huda. Umasavar, now comes the Tanakama. Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, just the opposite. Tanakama says, use a straight one on Rosh Hashanah. Why? Why not bent over? No, there's something else about Rosh Hashanah. Kama the Poshit Inish Dante Tfei Straight means straighten out your heart. The Gemara says in Brothers, Loma Nibru Ra'omi. Why were, why was thunder created? Kedela Fashit Akmimius Shabalev, to straighten out the crookedness of the heart. That's what the Gemara means here. Kama the Poshit Inish Dante Tfei straighten out your hearts. In front of Akadosh Baruch so it's Indian and Rosh Hashanah to have a straight shape to indicate that. That's Rosh Hashanah of, according to the Tanakhama. Yom Kippur, according to the Tanakhama, needs, Yom Kippur of Yom needs no explanation because Tanakhama holds a Zerah Shalom. So you learn that one from another. And just like Rosh Hashanah, you need a straight shape of Shalyoel, Hoshit, so to Yom Kippur of Yom Kippur. And now it's coming to explain Tanis. Why did the Tanakama say you need a bent one on Tanis? Over there they adapt the other feeling, the other, the other thing. Like the Gemara said before, Kama the Kaya finished Dante to Mali. On a Tanis, it's more important uh, the feeling of Achno, Anova, though Avada Rishon is also like that. But nevertheless, Rishon has also more important the indication of straightening out the crookedness of the heart. And on Tanis, it's more important to indicate the hachno and anova, the bent overness, and that's the ben, the bendy shofar on tanis. So this is the Gemara according to the Rishonim and the way it says in our Gemara. According to this, we are left with a question. The Gemara gives a clear reason according to the Tanakama why I should use a bent shofar on tanis. The question that remains is why, according to Levi. Did he change that? Where did he get it from? It's not like the Tanakama. Rabbi Yudha doesn't talk about that. So why did Levi say that Bashar Kalashana Bipshutin? Where did he get that from? It's not like the Tana of the Mishnah and Rabbi Yudha doesn't honor. Tzorokhim over Okay, this is the Gemara according to other Rishonim. We'll see in Rashi. Rashi has different, a different Gemara. And uh, we'll see according to Rashi, L'cha'ira is going to be an answer where Rabbi Huda got, sorry, where a lady got his pshutin for Tanias. Let me say Rashi. But my commitment to Tanakama Rabbi Huda. Kama the Kaya finish. Here's the first change in Rashi. 
Now this is coming to explain the shit of Rabbi Huda, why on Rosh Hashanah you use a bent shofar. So Rashi clearly, you can, uh, as you see, did not have the word dante. Kama the Kaya finish. The moral person is bent. So let's see, Rashi explains it himself. Not dante. Not his mind, his feeling. No. It's a physical thing. Let's see Rashi. Bitfilosoy, ponav kvushma oretz, tfeyodif. Mishumbahoyu, eni bilibisham. Okay, let me just say clearly what Rashi means over here. Rashi is quoting a Gemara in Yavomai Stav Kufheim at base, and that is the Rashi, that's Rashi Sudi over here. The Gemara in the Dav Kufheim at base says there's a machlaikis, how a person is supposed to dab. The Gemara says, Pasach, do a tuam erom here, Rabchiv, Rabshim, and Berevi, Haviyasvi. One of them said, When the person davens, his eyes should be downward. And the other one said, um, One says, We should lift our hearts up to where our hands are upward. So, so in order to indicate that the heart should go up, you lift the eyes up and your, your heart follows your eyes. So it's a posh to machlekes. This is a machlekes of the position in tefillah. How's a person meant to position his eyes? Downward or upward? Rashi over there says, So doesn't mean looking like that. It means downward facing Eretz Yisrael. Like that. Upward would mean facing up. To the Baruch. Rashi says, Should you have your eyes downward, like that, facing Eretz Yisrael, or should you have your eyes upward? Now, this is the Machlaikis, according to Rashi, between the Tanakhama and Rabbi Huda by Rosh Hashanah. Rashi keeps on saying that Shoifer is an Indian of Tefillah and Zikorah. We have the same Machlaikis over here. Let's see. Kama the Kayan finished with Vilosi Tonav Kushim Oretz. His face is downward. Tvei Odev. Rashi brings the same pasuk that the Gemara brings over there. Mashum Bahayu Eni Libisham. This Kushim Oretz means facing downward towards Eretz Yisrael. Hilkoch Beresh Hashanah Delit Tfilah. Beresh Hashanah Delit Tfilah Lahaskir Akedas Yitzchak Ba. The Shofar is an Indian of Tfilah to remind Hakadosh Baruch of that Keda. But in a Klufin, bent downward. Downward means la. Lachuke upward, down, towards Eretz Yisrael. And according to Rashi, it's not a, to resemble, it's not to indicate a feeling of the heart. This is to indicate a position of where a person, his eyes are meant to be. So that's according to Rashi what it means, Kamad Kaif Inish. A person is meant to be looking downward towards Eretz Yisrael. And what about Yoival? Another change to Rashi in the Sugya here. By us in the Sugya, it says, Rashi's mashma, he didn't have these words in the Gemara. Rashi's saying it kind of by himself. Rashi says, What Rashi means here is that Yoyvel, which is to indicate freedom, so it's Pshutin also because when a person, the Ritva says it's clearly, a person is free, he's bent upward. A person is an enemy, he's like that. So it's also a symbol of how a person's position is. Ukzer Shabbat Lesley, and he doesn't hold the Ukzer Shabbat. The fact that the Yom Kippurim come at the Pashat Nidish Dat Mali is not in the Gemara, that on the side they bring the Skirsa that um, in the Ksav Yad, these words were not there. The Yom Kippurim Rashi is not saying it by himself. Now Rashi comes to explain the Tanakhama. Kama the Pashat Tvei Adiv, Mishun Nisa Leveinu Al Kapoyim. Pashat straight means not bent down, but straight also, maybe with a, a little bit of a bend upward. Could be, like the Shreinim say, the straight is not my straight, it's a little bent upward. So, this is Nisal of Vein which person should have his eyes upward. Hilkoch, therefore, Bereish Hashanah Bepshutin, Dilet Again, back. Bereish Hashanah, that the Shreif is in the Tfilans and Karin, like Rashi said before, Pshutin. All to indicate the position of the eyes of the person. Now Rashi explains, according to the Tanakhama, where's the Pshutin for Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur of Yodel, or the Yom Kippurim Nami, Mishun the Shavi of Yitzhak Shavah. 
Shavu with Xer Shava, so learn that one and another, one from another with Xer Shava, does not need explaining. So Pasha Parashashana is Pasha Bayim Kid. Now Rashi comes to say Ubatanus. You see, in our Gemara, we have a Gersu, Ubatanus, Kama the Kayan finished Dati, Tveimali. That's our Gersu. Rashi clearly did not have that Gersu, and so they bring on the side that in some Gemaras it's, it's not there. Rashi says his own shot in Tanus. Rashi says Ubatanus, Tanus, the Shitosle, the Leknufya, it's a gathering, just to gather the people. There's no difference what you use, Pashut, Kofu, it's just to gather the people anyways. So why do you do Kofu? You make a Kofu to indicate, Lakera means to notice that it's a different type of blowing of Rosh Hashanah, it's a different type of blowing of Yom Kippur. It's not Menatera, according to Rashi, it sounds like it's just to gather the people. So it's not the same Shoifer of Rosh Hashanah. You want to show that it's a different Shoifer of Rosh Hashanah. And Yom Kippur of Yavos, so you make a different Shoifer. Rishon Yom Kippur is Pshutim. But Taniyos, you want to show it's different. It's Midr It's to gather the people. So you use a different Shoifer. You use a Kafal. Rashi didn't have this, but Taniyos come with the Kaya finish. Rashi gives his own reason to show that it's different. So Rashi so far explained um, the Tanakama. And Rashi also explained Rabbi Yehuda. Now Rashi explains Levi. Where Rabbi Levi is like Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Levi holds about the Shreve Rosh Hashanah like Rabbi Yehuda. The Tfila the Enoch Kfufim. But Tfila we need Kfufim. That's Rosh Hashanah. He holds like Rabbi Yehuda. Obiyam Kippurim. What about Yom Kippur? Svirulei the Shabbat Yehuda Rosh Hashanah Rabbanah. Over there he adapts the Gzeri Shabbat Rabbanah like we said before. On Rosh Hashanah itself he holds like Rabbi Yehuda Kfufim. Because the old fella needs kapal. Like Rashi says, Nisa Levain on Kapoyim. What about Yom Kippur of Yehudah? Gzeri Shah. Hilt of Tarvayim in That's why both need Kapoyim. Okay. Now according to this Rashi, it would come out something very beautiful. What? That we have now a Makur for Reb Levi, what he says, Betanios. We asked before, where does Reb Levi get this from? That Betanios, you need which shall call Ashana, which Rebbe calls Kol Ashana, which is Taniya, is Bepshutim. Tanakama says Kufim, Rebbe doesn't talk about it. Well, according to this Rashi, it's beautiful. Why? Because Rashi explains that the Tanakama holds Rosh Hashanah's Pashut, because Tefillah needs Pashut. Yom Kippur, Zer Hashanah. Taniya's Hekera. It's got to be different than Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Okay. If the reason why Taniya's is Kafav is because of that care, it's going to be different than Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So according to Rabbi Levi, that Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur had Kfufin. That comes out according to Rabbi Levi. So he said, but Taniyas, Hekera, same Hekera. Hekera you've got to make Pshutin. Mamish the Shitta that he also got from Tanakama. Because Tanakama, the Etzen, by Taniyas, right, he says, Le'ich Baslam. Makes no difference what you use. The only reason why the Tanakama says, Proven by Tanius to make it different than Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Well, according to Tanakhama, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur were Pshutin, so Tanius has got to be Kufin. According to Rabbi Levi, the Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur were Kufin, then Tanius has got to be Pshutin. Oh, you're right.